A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey friends, have you noticed that no matter how much yoga we do, we still may struggle in our intimate relationships. Yoga can and does help, but at a certain point, you need more relational practices and support from trusted allies. My husband and I have a wonderful marriage, but we're not necessarily the best relationship teachers. In episode 315, I brought on the founders of the Relationship School, Jason and Ellen. They live and breathe all things relational, boundaries, conflict, owning your needs, attachment styles, and so much more. If you want to learn how to work through conflict better and communicate better, Jason is offering 50% off his Indestructible Partnerships course. Thousands of people have changed their relationships for the better with this course. Go to relationshipschool slash Laura and use the coupon code Laura to get 50% off this life-changing course. Now back to the podcast. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monday Motivation. Today's motivation is about a topic that I think is relevant all the time, but especially now after this pandemic year where our lives were changed and we were inside, more isolated, and on our computers, probably a lot more. So today's topic, without further ado, is about focus. Focus is important for every age group. But in some ways, it gets harder as we get older, I think. So I'll start with a quote. As you've probably heard this, I don't think it can be attributed to one person, but basically where your attention goes, your time goes. Or where your attention goes, your energy flows. Either one. So think about it. If you focus on something or you have an attention on something, that's where your mind goes, your energy goes. And that can be a good or not so good thing, depending on if you are focused or if that thing that you are paying attention to is distracting you. How many times do we have our plans for the day and half the day goes by and we just have no idea if we accomplished anything? 
And that has a lot to do with our ability to focus, which is like a muscle. We have to practice it. We have to pay attention to it. We have to strengthen that focus muscle. And I struggle with this just like anyone else. And I know some things that have helped me. And I've read a lot about focus. I know a lot about the brain and how our brain is constantly getting information just all the time. And we filter out so much of it. And our ability to filter out the things that are not necessary, that are low on our priority change, really improves as we hone and strengthen our focus muscle. So our brain becomes more adaptable at staying tuned in to the task at hand and not immediately getting uh, distracted by other things. So what are some ways we can focus? Let's think of an acronym. As you know, that always helps. Write this down. Put it up on your desk. Use your energy well. Sometimes focusing less is the key. Really honing in on one thing at a time. You know, we used to think multitasking was this very impressive feat that only the really smart people could do. But what we've discovered is that multitasking is kind of a myth. (laughs) No one can really multitask well because of that quote, where your attention goes, where your energy goes, that's there where your time goes. And so you might, in fact, not be spending your time efficiently if you're trying to do multiple things. So we all need to practice this focus. So the first thing, F, fuel your body. This means fuel it with food, fuel it with hydration, fuel it with movement. Because when our body is not well calibrated, well balanced, having that beautiful state of homeostasis where everything is working well and we don't really have to think about it, then we can focus our brain on a task at hand. But think about the times where you weren't hydrated, where you were over-caffeinated, where you were eating too much or eating too little or eating not great stuff and how that messed up your system. Your metabolic system needed to be recalibrated. And so the energy was going to that. You know, if you've eaten too much sugar, you might have a big burst of energy and then you totally flatline. So how do you fuel your body? Fuel it with good food. You know, eat enough, but not too much. Don't go a long time without eating if you especially tend to have like a big drop in energy and big drop in sugar. You have to plan this just as part of your focus muscle, how you are fueling your body. When are you moving? Some people need to get up and go and get their body moving, and that just charges their brain. A lot of people need that. Some people come up and they're already quite energized, and they might not need their body to do a lot of movement, and they might do it later in the day. You know, my recommendation is always do as much movement as you can in little chunks. You don't have to do it all at once. But all of that is fueling your body to best prepare your brain to focus. So think about what are you eating? What are you drinking? Do you drink a lot of wine at night and wake up with a fuzzy head? That's not fueling your body well. Do you drink three cups of coffee and you're jittery? That's not fueling your body well. Do you eat too little so that you're kind of get spacey? That's not fueling your body well. 
everybody is different. Like for instance, I don't eat for a while. I've been doing intermittent fasting before I even knew it was intermittent fasting because I just knew my body, my brain is much more focused if I don't put food in my body right away in the morning. I'm really, really clear. I'm not hungry. And then I eat as I feel necessary. But sometimes I'm doing a lot. I don't eat for a while. And then boom, I get super spacey. My focus totally drops. I'd feel like I'm just tired. I don't necessarily need a nap, but I just feel that groggy, cloudy feeling in my brain. So I have not done a good job at fueling my body. And that's where my lovely husband comes in and he started to make me a shake. So I just have that even before my kind of hunger sets in. So just know your body, but really have a regimen. You know, these are the things we take for granted, waking up, drinking, eating, putting some you know, effort into moving, but we don't plan it out as if it's a meeting, as if it has heightened importance. And it is the F. It is the number one thing here for a reason, because it sets our focus muscle up for success. Fuel your body. Oh, operate with intelligence. What does that mean? That means that Focus on fewer things. This is going back to that multitasking. When you are not operating intelligently, you bop from one thing to the other. You know, you start something and then an email comes in and drags your attention. And that is not intelligent. That is, we all do it, by the way. I do this all the time and I really have to catch myself. I'm in doing something and an email comes in and somehow I think I need to respond to that email or I need to look up what that person's talking about, as opposed to finishing the task that I'm working on. That is not focused. That's not operating with intelligence. That's easily being pulled into all these different distractions. And it could be you know, online. It could be somewhere else. It could be a thought pops in your head, and all of a sudden, you follow that thought. And this is where meditation really helps people, is to sit and really be still and observe thoughts. So meditation is not emptying your thoughts, it's observing your thoughts. It's attempting to slow them down and slow down the distractibility that comes with all the multiple thoughts that are popping in our head. How can we sit and observe the thoughts, but not jump on the thought and ride it? And so operating with intelligence is really being clear that you're doing something and you're not going to bebop around and be distracted. And so that's setting yourself up so that you can be smart with your focus muscle. So that goes to the next one, which is a smart technique. And this has been outlined by various people, especially in the corporate world, but the smart technique. What is the smart technique? It is another acronym. So it's an acronym within an acronym, but this is going to help you be smart and operate with intelligence. S stands for specific. So that's where you need to be clear about what the task is that you're doing. Where is your focus? What is it exactly? What needs to be done? Very specific. So it's not just like, oh, I need to get you know this chapter of my book written. That's pretty specific, but even more. I need to finish you know, 400 words today. All right, so that's exactly what needs to be done. 
Then the next M, measurable. How is that measurable? You know, a lot of things we do are not measurable, and that's where things get cloudy and our focus gets to, you know, dispersed. But if we have measurable tracking of our progress, so that so that example of writing four, you know, four hundred words. How am I going to track it? Well, you know, every two hours, I'm going to look at how much I've done. I'm going to measure it out. That's smart because it's going to keep me on task. I'm not going to just let the day go and be like, whoa, I only wrote 200 words. A is achievable. Okay, so is that even possible to write 400 words? If I've had the practice of being able to sit down and write 400 words, perhaps it's realistic, but maybe it's not. Because we need to have achievable goals because that's really important for brain mapping, for the reinforcement of good habits, for that feedback loop. I achieve this. I've proven to myself I have this smart capability to write down goals, measure them, and achieve them. That reinforces this smart technique. If you don't make it achievable, you don't attain it, it gets really messy and you're not on track. So you make whatever goals you're setting achievable. R is relevant. You know, is it relevant for me to be writing a 400 words right now? Is it relevant for my overall picture of what I need to achieve this month, this in the next three months? Maybe there's something that's much more pressing. So it also does need to be relevant. And so that's that's a way of figuring out using the smart technique in your, your focus, because if it's not relevant, that is where we get pulled into, oh, I, I need to do this because this matters more now. So pick things that are relevant. Again, think of this, focus on less to get more done. And that's where the relevance is going to help out. And then the T of SMART is timely. Okay, so when do I need to get this done by? Not just like the 400 words, but if I'm working on a book, this is kind of like bite-sized chunks of a bigger goal. What is my big goal in terms of time and what is the small goal? So it's taking a large, maybe more intricate project and breaking it down into these smaller bite-sized tasks. This always helps us boost our concentration and focus because specificity is the key for getting things done. It's when things are nebulous, they're not well mapped out, that our focus is all over the place. We know that. C of focus. We're still in our original acronym. Cut out distractions. I mean, this is one of the biggest keys we all struggle with, especially in this past year where we are on the computer a lot, where there's all kinds of pinging and ponging, little noises that are being, you know, turn off. Every time my day starts, I turn all of my notifications off. I practically never have them on at all, but I always turn them off because they are a surefire way of getting distracted. Even if you don't look at it, the noise that's coming through, the little bubble that comes through, turn off notifications on your computer, on your phone. This is really, really important for honing focus you know, when they developed, they've shown that when they've developed all these apps, they did it specifically so that the brain would be teased into, enticed into following the noise, following the, the bubble coming across the screen. This was purposeful, knowing that how easily distracted we are in our culture. 
So really, that's one of the first things. Cut that distraction. Put the lock on social media. What else? Go into a quiet area. That sounds pretty obvious, but we don't always do that. If you're like right in the middle of the house because you kind of need, you want to be near the kitchen or you want to see what your kids are doing, you're not going to get a lot done because there's always going to be some distraction if you're not quiet. Remember, the brain is constantly bombarded with information. And that information is in the form of your vision, your hearing, all your senses. And it's filtering out what's kind of right in front of it. And sometimes it does a good job and sometimes it doesn't. The focus muscle helps your brain filter better. But you're not giving it much of a chance for success if you're not putting yourself in a position where you cut out distractions. So close the door, tell your kids, tell your flatmate, tell your roommate, tell your partner, I need 30 minutes. I do that all the time. I'll say to my husband, I'm going out to do a podcast. Don't bother me. I'm going up to do this. I'll see you in 45 minutes. Whatever it is, just put those parameters in place and take out the distraction. It's easy to do. You're not missing out on anything and you are going to get more done if you cut out those distractions. And on that note, the next part of our acronym, U, uncluttered space. So your physical space needs to be uncluttered as well. That helps your uncluttering of your mental space. So I am very guilty of this. I have multiple journals, notebooks, books, because I'm always looking at different books. I'm writing stuff down. I have a calendar on my computer, on my phone, and then I have one that I write down stuff. And I have to unclutter because there's that visual distraction of all those things around really chips into my focus. So unclutter your space. And you know, if you need to unclutter your mind, take five minutes. Do a little meditation of some sort, closing your eyes, honing in, listening to a meditation app to really get your brain ready. You need to set your brain up for success to hone that focus muscle. So unclutter your space and unclutter your mind as best as possible. Finally, S, I originally was just going to say sleep because gosh knows we all know... (laughs) We all need a good sleep for our brain to operate. That's where it was quiet. And then, you know, if we're quiet and sleep and we get a good sleep, we know we're going to be able to be more motivated, reduce that, the distractibility, handle interruptions with, a, you know, just more clarity. But in addition to sleep and getting good sleep, I would say sweat because sweating means that you have moved enough to get your pores open, to get this cleansing process, and that you are training your brain to be focused on that task. Sweating, moving, you're clearing your brain up of clutter. Stuff that's just even sitting there kind of being, it's almost like an airplane hovering around waiting to you know, land. You have all these hovering thoughts and sweating Moving your body, breaking out that sweat can really help clear those hovering airplane thoughts before you set yourself up for that focus. So let's all work on this. This is our motivation. You know, I talk about things that I'm working on. I get a lot of stuff done, but there are days where I I know I could 
do better. I know I could focus better. And this is a constant in our world. We are bombarded with distractions. Most of us are not living on a quiet island without technology. Certainly, if you're listening to this podcast, that wouldn't be the case, where the day is nice and simple and you know, doesn't have all these different distractions. So let's all work on focusing because our brain will feel better, our body will, will feel better, and we ultimately will be more successful at accomplishing tasks. And remember this, focus on less. Really, really clear and become clear on what you want to focus at that moment. So, And that'll also help you when you go to focus on the things that there is no task involved, like your family and your friends and yourself. So you can stay focused there. Your brain has already been strengthened in this focus muscle. So when, you are, when you're with your family, you're paying attention. You're not thinking about five, 10 other things. I hope this helped you today. Let's do it together, my friends. Let's focus. Let's build our focus muscle, fuel our body, operate with intelligence, use the smart technique, cut out distractions, uncluttered space, and get your sleep and sweat on daily. As always, I'm pulling for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.